Welcome to the Millennial Soul Food Podcast. I'm your host, Keyonce. This is episode 14 on cultivating a divination practice. Enjoy. What's up? What's up? It's your girl, Keyonce, back to reality. <laughs> hey, um, thank you for listening. I am. My name is Keon, aka Keyonce. If you're nasty, spiritual life and business coach, tarot reader, hoodoo mystic, cultural sociologist, and cosmonaut based in New Orleans. Um, thank you for coming to listen to the show today, um, from whichever platform you're listening from. Um, today's show is going to be about cultivating a divination practice. And I actually made this Twitter post, uh, maybe last week, and it was talking about how with the way that the, the president got, um, got the data being, being taken the the control of the data on COVID has been taken away from the CDC and it's being transferred over to a Trump um, administration like database. So we already know there's going to be even more manipulation of the data if there wasn't already some going on. But um, I made a Twitter post like we about to be pulling cards to find out the COVID data, the true reality of it in our communities, because at this point, you don't even know what is reality on the screen. You know what I mean? So um, then that kind of just inspired me to be like, you know, I sh- shit, let me, let me just do a divination practice episode so that anyone who is interested in cultivating a type of um, self-divinatory practice, this is for if you're doing divination for yourself, um, and I'm going to talk about different means through which you can do that. But um, this is specifically if you are doing divination for yourself. This is about developing a personal practice um, and just to figure out how to get the tea from the spirits. So if you don't already, follow me on Instagram. That is um, my username for that is Instagram, as, not Instagram, is at Millennial Soul Food. That's at M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L-S-O-U-L-F-O-O-D. And I am now using Twitter a little bit more. So just so that you know, um, I'm a little bit messier on, on the Twitter page, you know, on the tweets and stuff. I, I do talk more about pop culture on there and I talk more about um just everyday type of stuff you know everyday type shit you know but it's like I just I I gotta talk about my entertainment my entertainment news you know that's how I that's one of the things that I think I deserve to be able to like be entertained by and like to keep track of in the matrix and believe you me I'd be looking at it from that deeper angle um, which we're going to look at some some celebrity news here in a little bit from, of course, a spiritual angle. There has been a lot going on in this um, Mercury retrograde shadow period. But, um, oh, yeah, for, I wanted to tell you my Twitter um, username. My Twitter handle is at K-E-Y underscore O-N underscore C-E. Um, so that's Keyonce. 
And I mean, I do y'all know why I even call myself Keyonce? Um, so the reason I call myself Keyonce, let me take a sip of my wine real quick. If you got anything to drink, you know, take you a sip, take you a hit. <laughs> um, so Keyonce actually comes from uh, my first night going to a gay club in Memphis um, called Backstreet. This was back in, woo, this was back in 2007. Um, in Memphis, Tennessee, I went to college at Ole Miss, and I um, I went to the gay club with some friends. I hadn't really come out by then, but um, I mean, <laughs> wasn't really that hard to tell. <laughs> but um, we went out, and I just felt so free. I was dancing everywhere. Believe I was twerking. I was like, you know, I was giving the girls a show, um, and we went to Perkins after that. Shout out to Perkins in Memphis. And um, I was just sitting there and I was like, wow, I felt like so free tonight. Like, this is the emergence of Keyonce. And then since then, like, the spirit has been with me. Because believe you me, you know, in my in my other days, I could throw, I could I could really party. You know, I could get it. I could I could party. I could twerk down. Um, so that is where Keyonce comes from. Anyway, um, so let's see. Okay, so next I want to read out my reviews that I've received. I got this idea from What's Your Sign podcast. Shout out to What's Your Sign podcast. They are so hilarious. Um, But I got the idea to read out reviews because, I mean, I want y'all to leave reviews and let me know how I'm doing and stuff, you know? But um, this is just kind of a way to encourage and, you know, just show some love to the show because, you know, your girl really enjoys getting up on this shit and, like, really talking mess. You know, I just get on here and I just, like, I just start saying stuff. Um, Believe there is a structure to it. I'm a Capricorn. Um, If you don't already know, five planets in Capricorn. But I just wanted to start doing a little readout of the comment of the reviews because I really appreciate y'all a whole lot. And I really, really thank you for listening because this this message is not about me. This message is about getting this message is about helping other people get in contact with their own spirit guides and their own higher levels of consciousness. In the name of Jesus. So if I can inspire you. That's I done my job. That's I done what I'm here to do. So um, let's get into some of these reviews. I have three to read out here. Um, <laughs> hold on. Okay, so first up we have a review from Zenus Penis. I love the name. Um, Keyonce is that girl. I got hip from Juju's podcast. Shout out to um, it's Juju. A little juju podcast. <coughs> um, I got hip from Juju's podcast about a year ago, and I was super elated when I saw the MSF podcast. I'm grateful for the wide range of spiritual information and gems dropped in this show. And of course, the Capricorn placements in me love the Capricorn and K. Get into it, y'all. Yes! I am here for the Capricorns. We are we are the magicians. We up in this motherfucker. Period. Oh my god. Okay, and they left a five star. All these are five stars because you know my five star trick. Hey, five star. Hey. 
Oh, okay. So this is from It's Nina Beans. Um, oh, and the way that you spell out the other username, Zenus Penis, is Z E N I S P E N I S. Um, and um, It's Nina Beans. Beans. Um, I T S N I N A B E A N S S S. Hilarity, brilliance, realness. Blackity black blackness truth. Wow, <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Ah! All right, uh, these are all of the words to describe what Keon has created with this podcast. They are such a messenger. Thank you for getting my pronouns right. Period. I respect y'all. Um, they are such a messenger for spirits' messages and such a bright light during such challenging and thought-provoking conversations. Definitely a podcast to listen to each week each week, and binge when you need an extra hit of that Keon Dylan Keon say energy, period. Yes! I added the period. Um, and then Cheese Sex Death. Oh my God, shout out to Cheese Sex Death. Follow them on Instagram if you are interested in cheese you know, people be getting the munchies and like, you know, if you're looking for some inspiration for some snacks that really taste good and if you're looking to really appreciate, if you're, look, if you're looking to really deepen your appreciation for the cheese, you need to head to, to my friend's page, Cheese Sex Death. I actually met her in um, Chicago um, just hanging out and stuff and we would just, we would go on like cute little dates um shout out to reno my god and we eat cheese and um you know flip some cards and stuff that's my girl um kian is hilarious gifted and so knowledgeable i love this podcast yes well we about to get ready to drop some knowledge today because if you if you're looking for to get your divinatory practice together you done come to the right place all right, so I also wanted to mention, if you're interested in sponsoring me, let me know. Hit me up. You know, I'm, I haven't mentioned that before, but, you know, um, as the platform grows, you know, if you want to put your stuff out there, just let me know, and we can work out some kind of deal, you know. So, um, period, yes. Let's let's get into it. Let's, let's get this bag, especially if you're trying to support a black, queer, southern spiritual entrepreneur um who do mystic that's if you're trying to support the ancestors message hey anyway so anyway like i said please re- leave a review on itunes um and I'll, I'll, sh- I'll give you a shout out you know and even if you want to leave a shout out in in your review I'll shout that out too, you know. Shout out your homie down the street if you got a business. Um, the business got to be, the ethics got to be right. I'm not going to support anything that's all fascist and stuff like that, you know. But just, you know, come correct because, you know, I don't want to have to go use my graveyard dirt. But um, anyway, <clears throat> so I also wanted to mention that if you're um, interested in getting like a free card pool, I have a segment of the show called Hashtag Capricorn Advice and my Capricorn Stellium self gives you advice on a particular to- a particular topic. Um, I'm probably going to honestly stop doing love readings because 
I don't really, I just don't, they just kind of get on my nerves a little bit. Um, I'm a Capricorn, you know what I mean? I like you to talk about business. I like you to talk about professional development, career stuff. But I, I will do readings about love. But at some point, I might actually just say I can't do it anymore. But for Capricorn advice, you can write in and I will give you advice on a relationship on the show because I, I like that entertainment element. You know what I mean? I, I'm not a messy boots kind of girl, but you know, I did grow up in a small Southern town and I went to a black church and my grandma knew all the tea. So, you know, and I also, I think that gossip has a role of continuing community narratives. So, you know, so it's like, I also, as a tarot reader, like I hold a lot of secrets that is what being an occult magician is. That's what being a person of the occult is, is holding secrets. So believe you me, it's going to be confidential like I have put in the form, um, which is on my website. Um, you can indicate an alias that you want to go by um, for the entry and then... I will pull like a few cards for you and I will answer your question on the show. Um, my website is millennialsoulfood.wixsite.com slash MSF888. Um, that is M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L-S-O-U-L-F-O-O-D dot X-W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com slash msf888 put that triple eight on the end for the lucky manifestation for you when you type it in there hey you know everything is undercover and subliminal oh my god so let me take a draw drink of my wine child so before i get into the show um how have y'all been doing with this Mercury retrograde shadow period going on? I think it's supposed to go on until next week. We are out of Mercury retrograde, but child, it's been a lot that's been going on in in the media. Like, what is happening with these planets, child? It's just a lot going on. For one, Nick Cannon getting fired from Viacom. Um... Which, I don't know, I just, I don't, I feel like with some stuff, if you believe that way, um, and you're really trying to do the work, you need to just kind of keep that stuff to yourself. Um, I also just don't like the emasculinization comment, because that's frequently a comment with people from Professor Griff's camp, is like, that Hollywood is emasculinizing, um black man in the media and that is like the fall of like the order of the blah 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 the heterosexual blah 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 so i don't know i just feel i find that anti-lgbtq um and how are you how are you even going to say that when people literally people who gender bend have been the ones who have led meeting meet who who have led movements basically that had gave you freedoms that you don't even understand. Sorry, that's me going off a little bit. But, um, yeah, reckless behavior. Um, some stuff you just kind of need to be quiet. And you need to just 
if that's what you believe, I mean, I, I don't like that kind of rhetoric because it is dangerous. And I mean, I got made fun of a whole lot when I was younger um, for acting effeminate. And it's like, people need to quit that mess. You know what I mean? Like, I do think there is some kind of something to the system of capitalism, of Western capitalism, that is, I don't know, that's essential to the West, period. But um, I don't know. It's just some stuff needs to be, people just need to be quiet. Um, oh my God. Also, make the stallion. Ch- ah! Getting shot in the foot. Now, spiritualists have been saying this, period. That she needs to get a spiritual advisor and she needs to like watch herself because it's like once you become a celebrity, especially once you become a celebrity musician, like you need protection. Cardi B, she got her protection. She's Dominicana, you know, they they know about that protection, La Ruta. Um, but yeah, I definitely do feel like she kind of needs like. A spiritual advisor would be really good. Um, just because there's a lot to be happening with the planets and stuff, you know? Like, it's a lot astrologically entering into all of these different spaces. Um, which this kind of goes into the show a little bit. Like, divination is important, especially whenever you're living in a a period of or a chaotic environment or if you're living a chaotic lifestyle um the you know you you can get messages from the beyond that will give you clear warnings of what to do and what not to do so that's it's important you know what i mean and then yeah finally i just oof Tamar Braxton, that really hit home with me. I was, like, so sad about that. Um, people are saying, like, oh, my God, how can she attempt that with a child and all this kind of stuff? And it's, like, if you have, like, depression and, like, mental illness, that doesn't, that stuff is, it distorts your reality, you know what I mean? Or it distorts the reality that is the major the status quo reality it's like it you, you have your own kind of reality and it's like i don't know it's way more complicated than that and also this brings up an, an issue that commonly affects a lot of black entertainers like um just a lot of people prince is a revolutionary because he owned his masters but a lot of people are um in agreements um in contracts with a lot of different companies in the entertainment industry that um they're bad contracts they don't get very much money at all and so i know that she doesn't get a lot of money from um braxton family values so i don't know it's just just like a spiritual thing too reparations we need them reparations now come on Uh, but she's also just going through some other level stuff. And I just, I just put, I put out a prayer for her definitely. And I want to continue praying for her family and praying for, um, just everyone that is in her circle, praying for Meg the Stallion, um, praying that Nick Cannon goes and sits, sits his ass down. Um, so anyway, let's, let's get into the show. All right. So right now. We are going to dive into 
um, the show, which is about cultivating a divination practice. And so the, one of the first things I wanted to kind of discuss um, is a kind of a philosophical thing or like, I guess, like an existential thing is not like, is it inherently a gift that only some people possess or do does everyone have psychic abilities sometimes i do i do think that to a certain degree we some everyone does have psychic abilities uh well actually i don't know i don't really think so to be honest um i'm sitting here like conflicted it's such a like difficult subject but i mean typically i know that it does run in families um and i don't know for me it's kind of just been always been a thing sort of so like for instance with my history um so i grew up in um my family is from like north mississippi which was one of the areas where um, a large population of Native Americans were removed um, and sent over to Oklahoma, um, part kind of part of the offshoot of the Trail of Tears. Um, oof, terrible, terrible um, event. But there is a lot of cultural exchange between Native Americans and Black people. And I don't know if that was just, like, part of the reason that talking about dreams and stuff and, like, I guess, like, other, like, hoodoo stuff was kind of, like, just a common cultural thing um, growing up. But my grandmother, she always, like, had, like, um, she had premonitions and stuff and she openly, like, um, claimed it. And I would talk to her a whole lot about it. Um, cause I like, I've spent like every day with her growing up. That's like, um, we were just, I just spent a lot of time around her and she, she told me different stories about her own kinds of like, um, divin- divination or premonitory, premonition, premonition, um, experiences. Um, so like one, for instance, um, she, my uncle who has sent, he's, he passed away in the nineties. Um, my uncle, um, kind of was living, living the rough life a little bit. And she told me that she was, um, in bed one day and listening to the preacher and, um, she, was like reading the Bible and all of a sudden she got this vision of um, my uncle bloody and then she had this vision of like cardboard um, and then she like looked up and it went away and so this happened while she was reading the Bible which is actually a form of scrying is whenever you're like looking at an object and um there's like a this there's kind of type of divination happening or like a type of extrasensory event and so um turns out he had had he had a car accident actually late that night and they had to go to the hospital and she saw him bloody and she saw his like the cardboard she saw that because they were using the card this was mind you 
way back, this was like in like probably the 70s or 80s. So they were using cardboard underneath his, um, underneath his leg. And I don't know if this is, this part is because they, I don't know, they should have probably given him some pain medicine, but apparently they didn't even give him any pain medicine or whatever. Um, he was like pretty intoxicated or whatever, but, um, that was a moment. And so this came in handy whenever she, like, whenever her family was, you know, in trouble and stuff like that. And that's just one of the instances. Um, but definitely, I, I, I know that I got my, like, I guess, like, whatever gifts from her. But then I know a lot of other people who, like, it's in their family and stuff. And then you just never know. You could just be the lone wolf and you never know. It could be pretty far back. But, um... <clears throat> I would honestly say there are pretty clear signs. So you will know if you if you're kind of gifted or not. But I'm here to talk to you about some ways that you can develop your gifts. Um, and so you you'll know just because you just will have a lot of coincidences happen where it'll be like, oh my god, how did you know that? Or like, what have what the what in the world? Um, I can't really tell you if, I mean, I would, I would have to consult with you, like, individually, but I can't really just make a blanket statement about who is and who isn't, um, intuitive. So, oftentimes people throughout history, people who were um, empath, intuitive empaths and psychics and perceivers of other worlds. These were, a lot of these people were queer, LGBTQ people, LGBTQIA plus people. I mean, they didn't have those labels back then, but these pe- they were people who were, you know, kind of um, queer. And so these were the gatekeepers to other worlds and so if you do have the gift and stuff like that it can be scary like I definitely um if it's something that you need to just take your time with and pray um because being um I guess like extra sensitive a lot of times like other people don't really understand it and stuff and so you just be experiencing stuff but you got to really get into your grounding techniques and make sure that you are um you got your footing you got your footing together you know you got your footing right i don't know how they really translate that i'm country as hell so <laughs> just make sure you got your footing right and you're gonna be good so um yeah practice grounding techniques you know go out into nature keep your mind clear because at the end of the day especially if you are someone who is intuitive you can't really stop the traffic that's going to be going on inside of you but you can ground yourself to where you can just be a channel that is at least a healthy vessel so that you can ground and like you know recycle the energy some type of way um which, I mean, I, I guess I could say this, but, like, yeah, I mean, you can, if you, the orgasming is a way to recycle psychic energy, <laughs> you know, exercising, um, deep breathing, 
you know, letting the energy just revolve, recycle through, you know, because it's kind of like your aura. It's like the energy is moving. I don't know if it's clockwise or anti-clockwise, anti or or counterclockwise, but the energy is moving, you know what I mean? So you want to, you want to be moving it through the vortexes so that it can be out, out, you know what I mean? It's circulating, but you want to use these, some techniques to ground yourself and just get the energy out. Um, so what kinds of psychic is there? So this is important to identify first is like, you know, what is your medium for channeling or what is your medium for psychic um, phenomena? Because, I mean, a lot of times, to be honest, I have like a lot of stuff happen. I don't need any any divinatory devices or anything like that. Um, I can just pick up on stuff or like just talk to people. But tarot cards do really help fill in the pictures and fill in the details and stuff like that but you want to figure out what kind you are so i want to go through i want to go through several and just talk about what kinds of different psychics there are um and you can be a combination of these um you can be a particular one you know you can be one that's not on this list i didn't include every type of psychic on this list so, um, let's see. First, we have astral projection. And so, astral projection is whenever you, um, your spirit, your soul, um, travels and you either show up in other people's dreams or you are able to go and see different realms. Um, I know a lot of times for me, so, for instance, with my, um, so in like, uh, I don't want to talk about that, but I was with my spirit guide, um, I basically travel with them, astral project with them. But a lot of times, like, you know, sometimes people automatically astral project. Um, I don't really, I don't sit around and just astral project every day. But <clears throat> a lot of times whenever you are dreaming, you are astral projecting. Um, yeah, like I said, sometimes people do automatically astral project, but astral projection is whenever you're doing that type of traveling. Um, so that is also a form of psychic phenomenon because a lot of times you perceive things that are... Um, that just you wouldn't normally perceive with the ordinary five senses that um, the scientists proclaim that we have. Uh, for me, I whenever I've done astral projection, which happens a whole lot, um, I do it on eclipses and stuff. And like I actually um, have done astral projection and gotten messages about like stopping drinking. I got an astral projection. Um, well, this is whenever I was doing like shamanic ritual, maybe like two and a half years ago. And I was actually about an hour and a half north of Chicago, close to the Wisconsin border in like glacier land. And I went up there and did some some shamanic ritual and I had a vision 
of um I was doing I was traveling but I had a vision and my like spirit guys basically told me to start my business and stuff like that and um this was around like June 4th I had this um this trip and like it was like start doing tarot like the spirits were just very strong like at one point they pushed me back like onto the ground I was sitting up and like it was very the energy was strong and I was like listening to this like these beats and stuff like that and it was just like I was <laughs> traveling but I kept getting the message and this was a time whenever I was going through like a lot of financial trouble this was around like a little bit after 2016 whenever I had like a lot of just financial issues go down it was the start of my Saturn's return Saturn really pulled me together thank goodness I'm out of it at the end of this year um but I also have six signs in Saturn so I'm a Saturn Saturnian magician basically but um I got the message to start doing tarot there for like as business and stuff this was i had been studying tarot for about eight years and um i waited until august september october i waited about three months and then i was and i was in my lift i was getting ready to do lift in chicago and I had done like 500 rides and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. And so I went inside and I posted a message on Facebook and then the rest has been history and I haven't had to do Lyft since. And thank goodness um, the tarot came through, but I listened to spirits. So you got to listen whenever you, you got to listen whenever you get messages from a spirit because otherwise it's like, your spirit guides will get mad and it depends on what spirits you do have around you like if you don't listen it's like the hell you're disrespecting the divine so if it means you have to leave a certain situation you need to listen because it can be uh it can be a precursor to if you don't listen shit can get worse so whatever tradition you are in Listen to the divinations. Automatic writing is also a form of um, divination. So I would say a lot of writers, I feel like Octavia Butler was an automatic writing psychic. Um, a lot of um, writers, a lot of fiction writers are automatic psychic writers or have been in the past. And that is also a way of channeling um, messages, um, messages from beyond. So we also have on here. So next we have, um, dousing. So dousing involves using a water stick to locate water. And I actually learned this in this book, Working the Roots by Michelle E. Lee. Um, and this book is about who it's about hoodoo and root work, basically. Um, and the black community, the black U.S. community. And I really 
it's a really good book. You should really check it out. It's by a black author, but in it, she mentions a thing called a water stick and it's, it's a W A D A stick water stick. Um, and it's a stick that they used in the Carolinas, um, and around the South, I'm guessing, but, um, <clears throat> it's a stick that they used to find water underground and i mean obviously it worked enough to where this became a thing they named the stick so they used that in order to find water so can you imagine them t teaching the colonizers that Cha. so also we have mediumship or channeling and mediumship or channeling i would say definitely I'll be channeling on the podcast. Y'all don't be knowing it, but sometimes I'll just be sitting. I'll just be like, I'll have my finger on my, my third eye and I'll just be talking. But um, channeling is another thing. People channel entities. People sometimes do seances where they channel different spirits. I don't be doing seances or nothing like that. But people do it. Mediumship is a thing too. I mean, doing tarot readings, you are tuning into other people's spirits and other people's guides and stuff like that. So it just depends whenever you're channeling a message from people's spirits or you're channeling a message for the collective, you're channeling the collective spirit. Um, spirits exist on multiple different levels and there are multiple ways to perceive them. So don't limit your thinking, you know what I mean? So also we have precognition, precognition. So that is whenever you see into the future um psychic surgery is something else i've heard before i feel like is that reiki i don't know if it's reiki but um i have definitely heard of people doing psychic surgery on people and then being healed some way um I, I mean i have never had it done before but um i don't know <laughs> it's, it's a type of psychic so also remote viewing is one so it's like remote viewing is whenever you perceive something that's going on and you ain't there you perceive that your partner is out there in somebody else's bed without telling you because polyamory is okay and that's if you if you remote view and you like wait where am i met oh he at oh so whenever you find out through remote viewing, um, telepathy, that is whenever you, um, are able to read minds. So we know telepathy, empathy is a form of telepathy. I feel like sometimes you can just read somebody. You'd be like, girl, your spirit ain't right. Anyway, <laughs> so... Those are all the ones I'm going to talk about, but believe you me, I did not cover every single type. Um, so, divination is a type of psychic, and so divination involves using occult means to infer on a situation, to infer on something. And so, next I want to talk about some divinatory um, systems um, so first is um, the tarot cards. You know, those are my girls, period. Um, apparently, they are, um, they 
Well, I I approach tarot from a, I have there's multiple philosophies that inform the ways that I read the cards, but um, Hermetic Kabbalah does inform that a whole lot, and a lot of that is based in ancient Egyptian um, philosophy, and so the symbols, the occult symbols, and the archetypes that you see. Um, Really, really emulate those types of systems, and I'm sure that they used the type of symbolatry. Is that a word? I don't know. The type of um, symbology in ancient Egypt, but um, yeah, the tarot cards. That's a divinatory system, and a divinatory system, like I said, it can work based on like randomness, randomness, but it's like spirit informed, and then it's like whenever you're doing divination. It's like you are the perceiver and that you're using an object and the space between you and the object, the space between your consciousness and the object, which some might argue there isn't any space between it. But that is where the divination involves. That's where the, the divination happens. So if you are praying to your spirit guide, you know, I always pray to people's benevolent ancestors, spirit guides and ascendant masters. <clears throat> Because there are a lot of different kinds of um, benevolent ancestors and spirit guides and ascended masters. So anyway, um, another divinatory system is reading palms. So that is involves you know reading someone's palms to infer on like life expectancy, different health health elements and stuff like that. I've never done that before. Um water so sometimes people do this thing called moon scrying and it's whenever they go out into a full moon and look out into the water and they look and interpret the future based on the water based on what is happening um, what they see what they infer about it you know so that's really interesting and then other people they use a another one is using the pendulum pendulum divination so that can involve asking a question, yes or no, and then you're like, if it swings to the left, it's yes, and if it swings to the right, it's no. Um, does this say something about me subliminally that I said right is no, because I'm a Capricorn? But <laughs> I do say no a lot. But anyway, um, so you can do it like that. So that is tuning into a spirit, too. You know, Ouija boards also, I don't do Ouija boards. I, I trust my own intuition more and my cards, but I don't, I've never done a Ouija board. Um, numerology is a form of a divinatory system because it does infer about a particular path that your soul is meant to take. Um, playing cards also are a type of divinatory system that you can use, or divinatory tool. Um, dominoes, bones, runes. Sometimes people have used seashells. So there's a lot of different kinds. People use coffee grinds and stuff like that. So um, you can use them in a lot of different situations too. So for instance, for me, I have used tarot cards for like, I used them extensively when I first moved here to New Orleans. And they were very, they helped me a lot. They helped me navigate a lot of different situations. Um, gave me some warnings about a lot of different situations too. Definitely gave me some warnings. Um, other times, this one time, this was back in maybe like 
2015, I, it was a summer, and I went on a date with this dude, and just, I don't know, it wasn't going well, you know, when they start acting, I don't know, they start flunking out on plans and stuff, and you're like, um, I got shit to do, so I respect if you just let me know ahead of time if you ain't trying to hang out, but, um, I went home and I lit some candles, um, I just followed my intuition with this one, this was back when I was like, I was like 24, lit some candles up, and pulled some cards, I got swords and the devil, Lord Jesus, I was like, alright, let me just not, let's just like, not talk no more, so in that case, I trusted my cards, and I think that was the best situation, because it's like, I don't know, the cards have helped me avoid some mess, but the thing about it is that if you pull the cards, you gotta be prepared to listen so don't just be pulling cards and then don't listen to the messages that you get because that you're i don't know it's kind of just like i don't know you're gonna it's i don't know i'm not saying that the universe is gonna get you back because everyone doesn't have the same experience but nine times out of ten if you don't learn if you don't take the path that your spirits tell you to then it's that you're going to continue down a path that is stagnant and that is going to be um counter um that's going to be inhibitory towards your in development so it's important to listen to the messages that you get and just heed the warning you know what i mean um because you know you, you, you if you're trying to build a good relationship with the spirits if you if you're gifted to even have access to the knowledge then you know do the universe a, a favor um okay so next i want to talk to you about um an exercise kind of that i have done to build my intuition and so this involves this, you could say this kind of involves astral travel, but it kind of just involves feeling whatever you feel happens. Um, so you will need to, if you're someone who has an altar, you know, this is a way that you can kind of build a relationship with your spirit guide um, or you, this inch, the energy of whatever... Um, what are your spirit guides, basically? Because, you know, your altar, it doesn't always have to... It You can have ancestral stuff on there, but, I mean, you can have Jupiter on your altar. You can have Saturn on your altar. You can have, like, Mercury. You can have Aphrodite on your altar. You can have, like, whoever you want to on your altar. Um, well, I'm not... I guess I wouldn't say don't put... I wouldn't put everybody on your altar. Um, I just mentioned those... Um, because I feel safe about those, but I'm not going to say put everything on your altar. Um, I mean, you can just have some candles. You can have just like a white candle and a glass of water and then close your eyes, do some deep breathing. Well, before all of that, actually, you want to cleanse your space, cleanse the space with whatever you have. You know, you can get some sprayable Florida water. Um, I know my sis, the Conjure Cleaner, has some of that on whatever, on, um, on the, on his website. 
Um, you know, you can use Palo Santo, you can use like sage, you can use pine, um, sticks or something like that, you know, use something to cleanse the space. You can even just go around and clap and just say, be gone, negative spirits, devil, I rebuketh thee in the name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for I am one of the anointed ones. So, you can do that. If you don't want to do all them theatrics that I just did, you know, you can just go through and clap and be like, you know, let do whatever feels natural to you because that is a part of, that's a part of being a spiritualist. You know what I mean? You experiment a little bit, you know, because you have the power to create your own kind of system. So you want to make sure your space is cleansed um, and you want to, I, I like to use binaural beats. I like to use headphones and kind of, I usually will do this on like a new moon or a full moon or an eclipse. And like I, you, I sometimes will do it in a spiritual bath, but like I said, you can do it in front of your altar if you want to. I mean, you don't even have to choose a special day. Just do a day that feels good to you. Um, and you will want to... Um, breathe and then say a prayer of protection to whoever you pray to, you know, you can even say it to Jesus Christ. Um, close your eyes, you know, and you're going to just start breathing and then you are going to just do it for like five minutes and just journal about what happens and then just continue doing that and like, that is honestly how I kind of cultivated mine because it usually, I usually like after, after maybe seven to 10 minutes, I just start like kind of seeing stuff. I don't know. I feel like it's just, I don't know. Just happens. Um, but that is, that's a form of meditation where you can begin to also cultivate your listening skills. So you, you begin to listen more and you begin to be able to like calm the noise of your brain because a lot of times the noise activity levels in your brain can prevent you from hearing the messages that you might need to hear from your, um, your spirit guides or your higher your um your beings of higher of of higher of a higher location in that in the in reality and what we know of as 3d but they exist in the 5d and the 6th and 7th d um these are if you know about the tree of life these are people that are they're kind of like above the um that first level of the spheres spheres you know like um yeah, so this this is who you're communicating. You're learning to cultivate a relationship and listen to. Um, and so recognizing the signs, of course, you know, I do really believe in the numbers as being signs. Like I have had some really interesting coincidences happen with numbers. Just like I'm not I don't even want to tell I've just had a lot of coincidences happen with numbers, especially lately. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of you will recognize when you see numbers over and over because the spirits, if they want to talk to you, they will talk to you through symbology. They will talk to you through symbols. You will see shit repeatedly over and over and over again. And so you want to uh, make sure that you 
are able to be attuned to the messages that you might receive. So you want to make sure that you, um, your mind is quiet enough to where you are able to perceive beyond the veil. So you want to set up your space after you have cleansed, burned some incense or something like that. You know, you can put on some music, put on some headphones. I prefer music without um, music without um, without words. Um, I do like to meditate to, like I said, the binaural beats. But also, you know, you can find like flute music or something like that, spiritual music, whatever you like. Make sure that you kind of curate it, though. Um, and make sure that you're kind of in a quiet environment. I mean, you can also meditate in public. You know, if you're in a situation where you're uncomfortable, you can find the peace in that situation because you can find divinity in any situation because it is always within you. But you just want to make sure you can just, you can always, if you're in a situation, just kind of breathe. And that is one of the best ways to get through any situation um, because you begin to shift your brain activity. Um, anyway, so yes, yeah, spirit speaks through symbols and coincidences. And so. I did want to say something else about like if you are developing your intuitive abilities and you have some kind of like premonition about somebody else or if you have information about somebody else, you always want to ask permission, but don't ask permission in a way that's like, like damning to them, you know, to where it's like, oh my God, I had such a terrible dream about you the other night. Do you want me to tell you about it? Like, don't do that, you know, just kind of. Maybe like, you know, if you if you are a reader, do that or find some other kind of way to warn the person like, you know, maybe asking a roundabout way. Like if let's say you see a dangerous situation like um, where domestic violence is occurring and you get this intuition about it, you know, don't just be going over there and being like, oh, my God, I saw that you this was happening to you, you know, kind of be like. Hey, how are things going at home? How are how are you and the cheerings? Or you know, how what how how are you feeling mentally these days? Because everyone isn't meant to tell you everything and everywhere everyone's not meant to share their business with you. So it's like one of the best ways I stay healthy as someone who is a reader is I, I don't, if someone, if I'm in public and someone's like, oh my God, read me. Um, I'm like, girl, or like, they're like, read my energy. I'm like, I don't, I'm not trying to really connect with nobody's energy. <laughs> it's like, I just, I, I'm able to do this and it's a calling, but I'm not really trying to willy nilly just be out here reading everybody on the street. Um... You, we all have different energy levels and tolerances. So, you know, sometimes I just be having to take a little break. I just have to keep my appointments kind of low because I'll be doing a lot of other stuff too. And um, I want to get more into teaching and stuff like that and just find other passive income and stuff like that because sometimes reading could be a lot, it's a lot of energy, you know what I mean? But if it's, But if you are in a reading with someone and like, you know, 
just with some readings, whenever I feel like it's about to be a lot of energy, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to tell you the truth. But don't be going up to random people on the street, you know, because um, sometimes that can backfire. But, um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> so that is the end of the show. Thank you for listening. Um, so follow me on Instagram, Millennial Soul Food, M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L-S-O-U-L-F-O-O-D. Um, follow me on Twitter at Keyonce, that's K-E-Y underscore O-N underscore C-E. Um, and then also my website is millennialsoulfood.wixsite.com slash MSF888. Um... If you leave a review on iTunes, I will read it out. Thank you so much to the people who have left reviews. Y'all don't know how much that encourages me. Thank you to everyone who has left five-star ratings. Um, I am praying that we make it through this Mercury retrograde. You know, if you are, like, I, I, I know I mentioned Tamar Braxton. If you are feeling any type of way please reach out know that you have community and know that you matter um reach out to your community if you can if you don't have any community find some online community um but yeah just just stay here if you can and thank you so much for listening and i hope that you got some really good information from this show and like I said, also write in for um, hashtag Capricorn advice if you're looking for any advice from the cards. And um, yeah, and if you want to sponsor the show, hit me up and we can work something out. But um, until the next time, thank you so much for listening. And I'm wishing you many blessings and always sending love. Thank you. Bye.